I'm sorry, the B team is unavailable at the moment. Please leave a message after the beep. And music, ready? It's music. It's a little different because it is episode. Yeah. Look, music. It's happening. Like we're professionals. Oh, this is a long song. Ready? Singing. And music is done. Thank you all so much for your patience. We are we are back. We are alive. Don't worry. We're fine. There was a little sickness. Mostly alive. But we're, we're mostly alive. Um, and we just wanted to add a little extra, a second cold open, if you will, <laughs> to this episode. Um, just regarding the fact that this is the first episode that's been uploaded in around a month. Yeah. Um, we are not down with the sickness. Well, Beckett was. Yeah. I, I wasn't sick. I Katie also wasn't. Well, I was sick in other ways. Katie is mm. always sick in other ways. Yes. <laughs> but I was actually dying. I mm-hmm. contracted the black death. <laughs> um, it it ravaged my soul and my Stop immune system. Playing with loud things while you're Sorry. talking. So, <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, I was sick and since I've been unsick I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of spacey in my head, so, but that's okay. So I, I wouldn't have said this while he was sick, but if any of you know the sim, the um, symptoms of man cold. What does that mean? Or perhaps, yeah. if you if you don't, um, Studio C Vishpam does a thing Vishpam. on it. Vishpam. Yeah. Basically, um, Chris had a man cold. What does that mean? It's okay, we'll, we'll show you after. You can okay. talk about your thoughts on it next episode we record. Well, now I'm scared. <laughs> you can you can defend yourself. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> I okay. Anyways, this is all extra because right after this, I'm just going to put it so that it's the actual cold open of the episode. So, y'all, this is going to be real disorienting. We hope you enjoy. Just know, like, we're, we're all okay yeah. now, and we're kind of figuring out our lives. Chris and I also both got new jobs, so that's wrecked our world. Yeah. So, but, the schedule got thrown off, so mm-hmm. we didn't record or upload for a month. Yes. But we're getting back on track. So, there should be regular episodes. We have them planned for the next month. We have it planned. We were like, we gotta discipline ourselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're getting our stuff together. We should mm-hmm. be back on track coming up in the next week. So yeah, so thank you all for your patience. We so hope you enjoy. We've been waiting so long for these episodes yeah. to be released. We so. really have. Yes. Oh. All right. Enjoy the episode. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Have you God bless better. you. Be safe. You are an appreciated person. I don't care who you are. Someone appreciates you, mm-hmm. and we do too. So. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, guys. This time on the B-Team Podcast, we will not be discussing who the best treasure hunter is between Indiana Jones and any pirate. Please leave your answers in the Q&A section. Thank you, and enjoy your program. Music! Treasure hunting, yeah! Finding treasure, searching for treasure. Is it real? Is it fake? Do we know? Not really. Wikipedia. And music is over.
I think most of the time we do that, I'm just confused. <laughs> That's okay. Jonathan still hasn't gotten the hang of you'll, it. You'll catch on, pal. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the B-Team Ramblings podcast. Yeah, shalom. As you heard before the music, we will not be talking about who the best treasure hunter is, but we will be talking about something closely related to that. Which is treasure. Which is treasure. But before that, check-ins. Check-ins. Why don't we start with Beckett this week? I got new dice. They're metal. You're gonna hear them click-clackety-clack in a second. This one's bloodstained. Click-clack. I got a nine. A two. Oh, wow. They do not I don't like, like you. these bloodstained <laughs> ones. I'm not a huge fan of meat. But, um, I got a bloodstained set. I got a, like, gold rough set. And then I got a bronze set. Yeah. Very excited. Nice. Excellent. Very nice. I don't know what check-ins are. Chris brought home a whole bunch of character sheets. Yes. I'm very excited. It's like I make a folder of 300. I make an absurd amount of characters for having played five times. For Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a second, but I get there. Um, I put in my two weeks at my job yesterday. <gasps> I didn't something. even know that. You tell the podcasters at the same that. time as me? I told him because he's the only person I saw after I did it. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't know what you, you were, were doing. Moldering on it and thinking about it all day yesterday while we were hanging out, and this you didn't true. tell me. This is, well, you were unconscious when I got home. You were watching Serenity. This is true. Or Firefly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, I I enjoy parts of my job, but there are more parts that make me want to jump off a bridge. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> over a long period of deliberation and previously turning my two weeks to retract it once, now I have turned it in and have started a 14-day countdown until I am no longer an employee at a particular fun park. <laughs> but I can still tell horror stories about it. And I was guaranteed by the staff that when I don't work there, I'll still get free stuff. So that's cool. That's Um, well, you know what? I'm just happy to be here and to be cognizant today. I had an interesting week. Um, I had some health stuff go down, but I am well now. And so I'm just glad to be here and be mostly a full capacity of mind workings. High five. And I got a squishmallow that looks like boba tea. And it's so cute and cuddly. And I'm cuddling it (laughs) right now. (laughs) <laughs> That's my check. That is a true statement. She is doing that. It is. It's like her color scheme and everything. It is. Yeah. It's my color scheme for life. So it really it's blues and green. It blends into my shirt. I'm, I'm colorblind sh- and I know it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, maybe she's colorblind too. But twins. No, I'm definitely not. I'm sorry. We're the mystery twins, but not in that sense. No. Maybe mystery twin another time. Well, mystery twin another time. I actually look like the actress that does the voice for Mabel. You do. Fun side note. I, I have never seen a picture said it, but yes, of the actress with this hair. who plays yeah. Mabel, but we're going to... She looks... Give us yeah, just a second. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of true. Think I mean. about it. She's yeah. one of my celebrity lookalikes, along with, in case any listeners are wondering, Zoe Deschanel and young Winona Ryder. Look it up. Also, both fairly accurate. 
Also, the excitement face you just made was very much akin to the one you made with Daddy O. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this lady's on <laughs> SNL. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Right. So, they just learned more than they needed to know about <laughs> my physical appearance. <laughs> well, that's something that's being talked about later. Okay. But, that's right. a... All right. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm with you. I'm We're making a... I'm making a website and I'll have a picture of each Oh, that's right. And Watch out, y'all, for the website. Yeah, once it's, like, all filled out and everything, then we'll put on, like, I'll tell you the link or whatever. Or we'll put the link on the um, Q&A section yeah. of that episode. Sometimes I'm amazed at how much I don't know. I, I literally <laughs> showed you in you were going to put in a bio. I literally showed it to you. When? A while ago, I was like, look, we're making Sunday this night. thing. You should type out some information about oh, yeah, me. Yeah, I never did that. <laughs> I need to take a new weapons picture because I have trouble. Bro. <laughs> I promise you I did because you're the only one who actually sat down to think about something to type when I put it in front of you. Yeah, I, I stared at it for like 20 minutes the and then typed nothing and handed it back. I showed it to Beckett like four times and then the fourth time he finally actually typed something. Where that doesn't this? sound Katie like Katie still has not typed anything. I'll take that. That doesn't sound Where like was this? It was like, exactly like me. <laughs> less than a week ago. It was on Sunday. I love this debate. Wait, no, it was last Sunday. I don't... He wasn't here last Sunday. No, then it must have been this past <laughs> Sunday. Anyway, whatever. Anyways, talk about our episode. Let's we'll actually get to the later. meat of the episode. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't like hearing As ramblings. It, well, this I mean that is the title us. of the podcast, so they can't see it. Well, they want to be like control ramblings. No, ramblings. Treasure. Treasure. So, as we promised very much early on in the podcast, in episode one. We would talk about treasure hunts. We also mentioned this is not a topic we talk about often. And we have conducted research, my friends. Well, I haven't because I'm not presenting today. Jonathan and I will present on a later date. But today, Beckett and Chris have each prepared and researched for this episode. And they have each found a treasure hunt of some famous or fabled treasure that they are going to tell us about. And I'm very excited, because I don't actually know what either of them decided on. I have some good ideas of what it might be. Yeah. So, yeah. I think Beckett is a little more enthusiastic. <laughs> yes. So let's let him go first. Beckett is seated close to the wall so that he cannot stand yeah. up, but also so that he's as far from the microphone as possible. Having me stand up would probably be better, because then I walk around. Um, true. <laughs> so feel free to move about. <laughs> so I'll be talking about the Hanjo Masmune, which is a. You spell that for us. One H O N J O, but the O has a line over it. Um, and then M A S A M U N E. And I will get. I realized I didn't actually ask the people I work with who are from Japan the pronunciation, so I will do that and ask them their thoughts on it. So I'll come back with that. But, um, so Hanjo Masamune, first we're going to talk about who Masamune was. Uh, Masamune was one of the famous swordsmiths in Japanese history. It was notoriously Masamune and Muramasa, who Muramasa, you might have heard of, he was popular for, like, people theorizing that he had demon powers. Um, As you do. Masamune was mm-hmm. not the guy with demon powers. 
he was the other guy with no demon powers. Um, and so he he was a swordsmith though, and he made all kinds of swords, and the most famous of which is the Hanjo Masamune. Um, and so it was made Japanese national treasure in 1939, which is interesting because it's a really important sword to Japanese history. I'm going to have the article open so I can pronounce names roughly and get dates roughly. <laughs> um, but so it was gained by Hanjo Shigenaga, who lit from 1540 to 1614, and he got it in 1561. And so he was attacked by someone else whose name is long and he dies in this battle. So it's not quite important, but he gets attacked <laughs> and this guy cleaves his helmet in half. And so when he eventually wins the battle, he takes the sword, which has, like, nicks in it, but um, he keeps the sword, and it's his now. And then it gets sent to Fushimi Castle around 1592, and then he has to sell it to Toyotomi Hidetsugu, um, which is bought for, like, 13 large gold coins. And then from there, it kind of went all around until it went into the Tokugawa line of the shoguns in Japan. And that's kind of where it stayed in Tokugawa family until the end of their shogunate in 1868. And the last known owner was Tokugawa Imasa at the end of World War II. Now, during World War II, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. And in response to this, America, A, joined the war, but then B, started rounding up the Japanese and putting them in internment camps and making all manner of laws about what they can and cannot have, right? And during this, one of their laws was on weapons, specifically blades, because there were a lot of blades. And they said, unless you have the police okay that you specifically can have a sword, you cannot have a sword. And so all of these swords, these heirloom swords, I think it was like 13 specifically like famous trophy heirloom swords, were rounded up by the police and then disappeared. And so last known, it was handed over to a police station in Mejiro. Um, and then they gave the swords to a man identified as Sergeant Coldy. Bymore, B-I-M-O-R-E, and apparently there's no such person when a man traveled to Japan in search of it, and so the sword just disappeared. And so it's, it's a really con, it has a really concrete history, and it was clearly like a very real and important item that just went missing relatively recently, and it just disappeared. There's no real solid legends as to where it might be. You could probably... Like, I'd like to track it down if I had the funds to do that, but it could be destroyed. I don't know. Yeah. So that's the Hanjo Masamune. Interesting. Any personal theories on its current location? I think the guy who got a hold of it sold it. And then just didn't keep track of where it went. No. Why would he? He didn't have any attachment to it, right? The Japanese had a lot of attachment to it, but once if he 
if he had stopped to listen to that, he would have kept better track because he could have kept making money off of it. But mm-hmm. he didn't care what they were saying. Is my guess. Mm-hmm. So it's just. So like, how um, could you even try to find it? I mean, the if first the thing is try to figure it out who it was surrendered to. Because if you can find it, there's a chance he didn't sell it. Like, right. So find the see if you can find the guy or the guy's family, and start there. Hmm. If that doesn't work, then has anyone tried lost. to find it? Um, John Gates did a show, and he went to Japan. He went looking for Sergeant Colby Bymore, and was like, "Oh, there's no one of that name." Josh Gates. Josh Gates, yeah. But, yeah, I think there's more you could look into it because the army would have to have records. Because right. it was the American military seizing those weapons. And so they would have to have records of who was where. And we know the American military very accurately recorded everything that they did in foreign countries mm-hmm. when occupying people. Compared yes. to most <laughs> other countries' records, like, you look at an American-Spanish war versus, like, the Chinese-Mongolian wars about, like, the records we keep. It's much more likely that we kept those records, especially since we wanted to know what we had taken from the Japanese That's so that we knew how much they might still have out there. Like, in seizing stuff, the government is very clear. Like, here's what we have. Fair enough. Yeah. You want to know about our stuff? I'll tell you about our stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right, Christopher. He is stretching in preparation stretching. for his presentation. Yes. Yeah. You probably yeah. heard the knuckle crack. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> I'm very broken. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> so, podcasters, for those of you who have no clue what's happening, Chris is popping his various body parts, and occasionally when he pops a specific part of his neck, he just starts laughing uncontrollably. He's reining it in pretty well right now because he knows he's being recorded, but he's very smiley. <laughs> If any of y'all have theories on why, yeah. leave them. If anyone's a doctor, <laughs> an please let us know. What medical issue I have. <laughs> please explain it to me. Anyway, <coughs> laughing does not make the story very good. So, no. Oh no, is it Chat. a somber tale? It is a tale. Okay. So. Two cities? Hmm? Two cities? Uh, uh, one cave. Oh, perfect. You yep. like those. It was a cold winter in 1880 near Dead Man's Cave Gulch, as it would later be named. It's about two, no, it's about four hours from our current location. And there were three men prospecting out in the mountains. E.J. Oliver, S.J. Harkman, and H.J. Milton. All prospectors who'd come to Colorado in search of gold. So the three men were prospecting Colorado, looking for treasure. <clears throat> and as they were searching, the winter came, and with it came storms, intense snowstorms. Corn-sized uh, snowflakes fell to the ground, piling, rushing, swirling winds filled the air, and the men looked for safety. 
So going along the wall of the canyon in the gulch, they found a small cave. Not large enough to bring all of their gear into, but enough for them to find sanctuary for themselves. And climbing inside with crude torches lit, they looked inside the cave, and it went a good deal back into the wall of the mountain. So they journeyed in, seeing that there had been some trace of another person being there. So as they went further and further into the mountain, they went through twists and turns of the cave and eventually found Sheldon carved into the walls and strange rocks strewn about the room. Going over to pick one up, they realized it was not just a rock, but a very crudely crafted bar of gold, pure gold. So, the men collected some of the gold. I believe it was four bricks, four gold bricks, taking it back to town after the storm had cleared, and each brick was valued at $900 in 1880. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I don't have a translation for what that would be today, because I didn't think of it, but that's fine. I got it. Men, knowing that there was more gold, went back to find the cave. But, because they only found it through happenstance in the storm, they didn't know exactly where it was. Everything had melted, everything and they never found the cave again. But they said there were still piles more of gold left in that cave. So, somewhere near Dead Man's Cave Gulch, you may find Dead Man's Cave. And within the cave, thousands of dollars of crude gold bars left by some poor dead prospector. So, the treasure of Dead Man's Cave is what I present to you. So, what are your thoughts? First of all, beautiful storytelling. Thank you I knew this was going to happen, but I was like so invested. I was like scared watching your face as you were telling it. So, um, uh, when are we going? <laughs> that one's like what, four hours from us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Approximately summer. four hours and 22 minutes. How big is the canyon? That's my question. The gulch is rather large. It's a large um, gulch. Maybe that's why the cave is so hard to locate, yeah, perhaps. No, um, many people have gone to look for it. Nobody has come close to finding the cave. It may have caved in by now, because it was in 1880. So there might just be a buried room of gold somewhere in the Colorado mountains. I'm sure there are many, honestly. Um, yeah, that is also true. I mm-hmm. looked specifically for something in Colorado because, mm-hmm. you know, should we ever have resources and time, which we have neither of them. This says right? 26000 nowadays. So each bar each bar was $26,000. So, yeah, never mind. We are going. Period. We're definitely <laughs> going. There's not a question. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll bring a pertinent empty backpack. And we're gonna take all that gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a empty I looked. I looked for a number, or I looked at a number of other ones. Uh, I wanted to find Jeez. some sort of outlaw treasure, like a rob, yes. a bank robbery gone wrong. I know yes. there's. I think it's Bear Canyon or Bear Creek. No, Bear Canyon is a road. Bear Creek is not too far. Um, from us, it's also in Colorado, and there was a stagecoach robbery. In that is so cool. 
like mm-hmm. along the creek and in a runaway from lawmen, the stagecoach fell off the cliff down into the creek. And lots of like the lawmen thought that the treasure was gone and like you know, lost to the river. But it turns out some of the outlaws who were on the coach survived and they just hid the treasure along the creeks. So that's a story that I've been told since I But I don't know how true that was. Krampus. Yep. They made about $104.6,000 on their four gold bars. And back then it was $900 a pop. And there's like three times that down there still. So if we each took, if we each took, wait, okay. Yeah, I did the math wrong. I did three. Jonathan doesn't get only no offense. <laughs> but you were the one who I felt like I could most safely call out in this scenario. Four? For not getting the money? For not getting the money. What? Chris would murder you if he didn't get the money. Exactly. I don't really care about the money. I like the fact that we found treasure. <laughs> but no. No, I feel we like we need to get about twenty six thousand. Is more correct, right? Like the gold I divided by three, three, not by four. Yeah, but if there's uh, three you know, times, then you like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So hang on. <laughs> we're doing. We're, we're doing. We're crunching the numbers. We're we're divvying up the see, booty. See, that's why I was very confused um, by why you um, divided by three instead of. Multiplying by three so, because if there is three times the amount we'd each get. Uh, yeah. That. So <laughs> um three hundred and thirteen point right. seven thousand divided by four, we would each get seventy eight point four thousand. That's not bad. I told you the story, so I get like a finder's fee, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Whoever finds you get a finder's fee. 5% of everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's like the sure older it's sibling like, Halloween tax. Yeah. But with the treasure did that we all find. Did you guys ever do that? Yes. You were a younger sibling. So did your older sister ever tax your Halloween candy or Easter candy? Dude, no. I had four older I was. Five. You got taxed. So much to taxes. I was laser on how much candy I got. One one Halloween, I tried to do um communism, and so everyone pulled in their down. Tried to do communism. Everyone pulled in their candy, and we all just went around in a circle picking one, and we counted how much candy there was, and everyone got an equal amount. That's trash. <laughs> it was interesting. Yawn. I never got taxed. You never got taxed? Uh, my brother was weaker than I was. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. And we were kind of both hoarded our own stuff. So, like, whatever you got is what you got. If you didn't like something, you could give it to somebody else. But that, nobody was going to, like, take things from you by force. Uh, okay. We worked very different. <laughs> yeah. I was... So, me and... My older brother and first younger brother would tax our younger three siblings. So when we got home from trick-or-treating or when we were done like opening Christmas presents or doing Easter candy or whatever, we would say, hey, we're going to have a candy bank. If you want us to keep your candy safe, just give it to us in your basket and we'll watch it for you. Make sure 
the other of the younger that siblings so to take it. Up. That is so baller. And they were like, yeah, You're I don't horrid. want my sister or youngest brother to take my candy. Here, older three brothers, you can protect my stuff. Hold on to my candy. So they took it. Within a week. Uh-oh. Bank ran dry. <laughs> and there's no more candy. Those interest loans. Don't yeah, you. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, your siblings are don't trust banks. Horrid. That's that's <laughs> don't trust okay, banks. Banks. But that's not wrong. bank tactics. That's that's mafia tactics. Isn't what yeah, that nice. is. If you don't You'll want us, if you don't want your or candy else. to be taken, let us protect you. Or else we'll take your candy. <laughs> and that's <laughs> the thing, right? Take their candy anyway. Extortion right. tactics, baby. Yes, sir. And so we will be implementing a similar sort of money bank, if you will, yes. after we find all these so, fabled treasures. if you treasures. want your cut of the treasure to be kept safe, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> I think I can keep my own safe. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. As hey, a tiny, want... tiny woman with hey. no self-defense tactics, I believe I can keep my if own treasure safe If you want to well. keep your treasure you, safe, baby. just leave it in this house. No, Because we have three guys who can definitely protect it. Honestly, though, this would be... I mean, okay. what if there's buried <clears throat> treasure around the house? There probably is. Or in that cubby that we can't open? Yeah, there's either a body or treasure. It's not technically oh, buried. Yeah. If it's <laughs> the third treasure of this episode. Ferb, I know what we're going to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't mean it and do that for a week. I have a screwdriver in my car. Yes. And we're going to open this I have cupboard. a drill in the house. Let's, let's do it on let's, podcast. Let's do it. Just take the microphone up there and (laughs) just pop that sucker open. Yeah. If we find a body while we're recording, then Uh, at least we have proof that we found the body and we didn't create. We don't have video. We just have audio. So the only way they're going to know we have a body is that's going. There's a body. What's protocol? If we find a corpse, mm, we call the, I know the this police. One. I know That's this one. I know this one. It's no, all we get really, really rich. Logan Paul did it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's got a post on YouTube, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> that it worked. Because then he fought Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. So, like, there's only got one way to, for losing. One way to fight Floyd Mayweather. I don't, think, a body. I don't think Logan Paul's redemption arc is something to aspire to. No. <laughs> no, it's not. But his fame and copious amounts of money, perhaps, maybe, are not, you know. I don't know how this started with treasure and devolved to Logan Paul. Getting treasure of monies. Well, yeah. Okay, I guess. (laughs) No, I definitely think that there are many hidden treasures in this house. Like friendship. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't believe in that. (laughs) Ouch, Katie's <laughs> deeply hurt and offended. Is that so? Well, do we have any concluding thoughts on the two presented treasures? Well, first of all, I think you know we need well, to do some rep- records, run some records on the buying and selling of swords in Japan to track down this sword. And secondly, let's freaking all pile in Jonathan's car. We'll be there in two hours. And let's look for this cave of gold. That's my thought. Now you might be thinking, hey, didn't he say it was four hours away? Yes, he did. If Jonathan's Jonathan's driving, it's two. (laughs) I give it three. Three, three. I mean, yeah. three is actually truly realistic. Two is the hyperbole, but three is like actually we would get there in three hours. Okay, not half off. That'd be fine. Yeah. That'd be good. Excellent. So, 
next time, mm-hmm. Catherine and Johan yes. have to find a treasure. Like we have a treasure. <laughs> if they don't, because like we started classes and stuff and looking for jobs and all of these other things. So yes. if not next week, at some point, Johan yes. and Catherine yes. will pre- be presenting We will use our well. aliases. Yes. <laughs> and we will present treasure. <laughs> I already know what I'm gonna do. So the question there is: Is Johan the act like the word? Is that like a what accent is that? Is it a Johan? Johan. It's kind of like Canadian, yeah. Johan. 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 German. Johan. 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 Sebastian. Johan. Right. Right. So I've got to like come up with a German accent and present mine and be like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then I watch a lot of World War Two documentaries focusing on British. Catherine, the kind of video character. I'm sorry, a what? He's like Catherine the Great, but <laughs> <laughs> Catherine the kind of pretty okay. Yeah, that's I... better than good. Is it? No, no good is I'm, better than great. I feel like great pretty doesn't okay is delineate than good. morality. Great just means popularity. Yeah, Alexander the Great was Catherine great. Catherine the super, super awesome. I, I would prefer Catherine the Good because when a ruler has the good after their name, that means they're like just and like moral. You know? The good and the super, 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 super cool. As opposed <laughs> yeah. to Ivan the Terrible. <laughs> Right. Who wasn't that? Yeah, dude, let's terrible. Talk, let's talk about the fact that Ivan wasn't even playing games, right? Alexander the Great, at least, was like, I'm the great. I'm a good guy for conquering all these cities. Ivan was like, nah, screw you. I'm done. You're dead. <laughs> and then how many people you gotta stab to get a name like Vlad the Impaler? <laughs> you know? It's a lot of impaling that goes down. Come, well, come October. You know. Come October. Back you know. I have plenty of research about good old Vlad to present to you. Yes, we have plans for, as we call it, Halloween month. Yes. <laughs> There's no October here, it's just Halloween month. Except for Oktoberfest. Except then for Oktoberfest, then it's October, but that's only like the first that's week. And then... Yeah. Yeah, it's the usually we the all pretend week. to be German. Lutheran is Both of us are German. Woo! I'm also German. I have We're all German. Germanic. But yeah, I have mostly Swedes. We're all German. Why are we high fiving about this? But we pretend because. to be German. Mostly Swedish. No, I am like the whitest of the white is me. I'm an American, but I my yeah. ancestors were German. That's the, that's, that's where the thing. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of my ancestors are German. I'm not German. Yeah. I'm American. Technically, I'm a native. Because I was born here. <laughs> I ain't no native. I was born here. I don't think that's going to go over well on the scholarship. On the scholarship, right? No, I wouldn't. So, Nor would it go over well on tax forms. But it was not lovely false. things that we've all stated on this episode. And tune in for next time, which may or may not be Johan and I presenting more treasure, even if it's not the very next episode. I promise we'll get to it. I've been anticipating this for weeks. I'm just very busy. But I'm so excited to present mine, mm. and it's gonna be the best. It'll be great. I'm yeah. gonna tell some stories. I'm gonna give some facts. So, so that's the end. I'm gonna have some props. Yeah, that's the end. <laughs> what Welcome to the end. Welcome to the end of this episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining. See you yeah. next time. Bye. 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 Bye.